did we jump into it or is this is this going to be our introduction i'll make this our introduction how you doing everybody i'm here with kyle hi i'm kyle we could go into it nice and timid but to be honest with you we're hitting the ground running because it's a first for a lot of things it's going to be my first time in toronto it's kyle's first time on a podcast Kyle's first time listening to a podcast at the same time. Damn near, yeah. Um, you don't have a, you, what about like murder? Those like true crime podcasts. Well, I feel like that's your I only, I only weird take, but no, I don't know. I don't like true Never? crime. I'm not a true crime person. Um, but the glimpses I get of it are just when I go upstairs at work, and Liz is listening to it like alone and. And then pauses it awkward, like, oh, no, I'm sorry. Like, it was really intense. And I'm like, what What was happening? <laughs> <laughs> Just, like, ask about it. And that's what I glean from, from podcasts, usually. I did listen to one podcast once in my life. It was years ago. It had just come out, and it was in – I lived in Los Angeles, and there was a, a natural wine podcast from – from some industry people there called wine all the time. And I would listen to it mostly in the shower. And so uh, really, if you're, is it, you're not re- like super paying attention. I was. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would like listen to it in the shower, like well, doing dishes or some kind of like task oriented thing. Um, but not much, uh, not re- nothing since then consistently and like if that was like you know two years ago that was like 2017 2018 maybe oh so i feel like the pacing of podcasts now are even more background noise thing keep up with it (laughs) people tell me all the time you gotta try that you gotta try this podcast out and i'm like i'm not i can i gotta pause i gotta pee already Dude, you might be over hydrated. I think I'm I'm gonna die from kidney failure. Five. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna be honest. I don't I'm really bad at anything that's not a pre roll. You could just do the pre roll if you want, but you I'm can also about- just hit it like a regular thing because um there is it's a, it's a tiny rush. Basically you light it, rip it. Pull the stem out, but don't pull it too hard. Oh, shit. That's like a lot this. to think about. Right, right. So you'd have to put the lighter down in the process. Okay. So I gotta There's a lot of firsts going on here, people. <laughs> I got to hold this. Yeah, right. Light mm-hmm. it. Yes. Pull it and then inhale. That's correct. While inhaling while lighting it, too. Also correct. Does the double inhale thing with, with Water pipes pieces, and, yeah. and things like that that really um, I struggle with it's also like clearing the whole thing means a lot more smoke you know so it's it it adds an element of um mm, okay intolerance into- tolerance <laughs> you know you're tolerance like, <gasps> if you're if you don't have it built you're like oh my god i can't do any of it probably yeah that, that's pretty much my experience with bongs so that's why we have a tiny tiny bong in house ladies and germs cheers and it's because men are germs that's what I mean by that. The it's so the bong is so small that the flame from the clipper lighter burns my face <laughs> trying to light the weed. For Don't context. Your face layer off. 
Um, I, oh, Too bad it's not a video. While you were, while you were, should we just do it as a video? No, no, no. I'm just giving you, you shit. You, I'm just okay. giving you shit. I, this is the thing. We're it's in season nuggy. two. Okay, okay. We're in season two right now. Season three, full throttle coming back video. Okay. Live streams and premiere episodes. Live streams fun. Live stream is fun. For a talk I show imagine. Format, I have really no context here. It just seems like it would be fun. I don't know what people that are doing this as a regular talk show format live stream. Do but people wanna, I would imagine it would be fun. People want to watch people not know how to light weed, right? Yeah, because no. then it makes them feel better about their uh, in- inability to do it as well. That's good. Or it's like, you know, what's it called? Vi- living vicariously, you know? Being out of pockets. <laughs> You literally tried to, you have to also be pulling it while I'm, you're lighting it. That was what? really funny. What do yeah, you yeah. mean? I well, have here. no idea. What. I'll do it. I'll do it. Thank God I brought pre-rolls. Oh, yeah. God. Jeez Louise. <laughs> That's <was> funny. <laughs> that was really funny. Okay. So what we got here today was Kyle went to light the bong. We tried to light it like a, like a, like kindling in a campfire and then tried to pull it. But the trick is to pull while you light. Okay, seasoned vet, sure. The thing is that... It's all I got left. (laughs) (laughs) Not really. Yeah, that was... uh, That That voice reminded me a a little bit of like the grandma on Spongebob. Chocolate... (laughs) Oh, I remember when they first made chocolate. I always hated it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 that's yeah. where that comes from. Perfect. For okay. sure. All right. That's early deep. We were just talking about that the other day, how you were like, have you seen that part in SpongeBob? I'm like, no, but it sounds so familiar. It that's feels how like I think about everything. It's embedded in my brain. <laughs> yeah. SpongeBob season one through three, especially when yeah. Steven Hellenberg was on the show before he left, it... That's iconic. Game-changing, nuanced children cartoons. Absolutely. Absolutely (laughs) so. Yeah, I stand by that. It's very brilliant. It's fantastic. And nothing else does it because we're allowed the vulgarity now. You know, like you're allowed in cartoons to just be vulgar and not be nuanced about it. So nobody does that the same. I stand by that, too. There's, like, not a lot of... The art of, like, subtle... (laughs) <laughs> like oh yeah Sub- subtext yeah like that's basically and completely specifically gone. specifically in children's tv programming right and animation right i mean there's also there's a lot of i watched it was look a 3 a.m moment <laughs> by the way i still haven't lit this bomb <laughs> i'm pot i'm delaying just do your, procrast- you do the yours. I want to get this. I it's know. a it's a it's a it's a competition thing. <laughs> not a com- uh, it, it's a task and I want to win. <laughs> it's not a competition. I'm just going to win. And I know it. <laughs> it's a self it's a self comp. It's not between you and I. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. me versus my own mountain. Yeah. Um <laughs> tiny <ball. laughs> I know. Um We'll get over this hill. Your brain is saying to yourself. Speaking of hills, Kate Bush, am I right? How's that for a segue? <laughs> I don't understand why that came back. What was the what was the reasoning? What was it just featured in? Stranger Things. Okay. Season four. Volume one. Volume one. Yeah. Which I 
saw that you did not care for? No, no. Thoughts? It's not that I didn't care for it. it um, I just... Um, oh, you didn't care for it. No, no, no. I thought I read that you didn't care for it. Uh, is this true not, or am I, I, I stopped am I completely... watching after season two, so I, I talked shit about it. I've talked shit about uh. it since. So I don't know what happened, but I just remember like seeing season two and being like, oh, they're just going to drag this shit out. Oh, yeah. And like I, I was not ready for that. You know, I was ready for it um, for a lot of other shows because I missed the train. Yeah. And I rewatched. Uh, I watched like Breaking Bad. I okay. I know that it dragged, but it, when it was happening, because it was so intense, it was like really cool. Right. Um, right. If I would have watched it prime time, I would have said the same thing about it. You know, so like. Okay. It was weird. I like. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't like when they drag shit out. You know, it's just not my thing. I don't know. Um, the Well, season four of Westworld came out yesterday. I know that's a pretty good show. I've heard a lot of good things. A lot of people hated the last season. It's like not in the same, not to spoil it. I don't want to spoil anything. You can spoil it. I won't watch it. All right. I mean, well, Dive spoilers in. ahead. Spoil, you, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah there's i could just put it in the, we could put it in the description too like spoilers possible spoilers for you could ruin some of stranger things for me too if you want so the upside down <laughs> right yeah is yeah it hell no is it another dimension i think it is they still don't answer it is what you're telling me they haven't answered it or maybe they got to wait for volume two of season four they're really tying strings together in this season i will say that that's good like they sh- they have now shown how the under uh the upside down was was created oh it's a man-made thing it is a created well at least the portal the rip that allows you to go there yeah is a manufactured thing and or like like it's a it's a causation of stuff and and um from one specific moment and there's a reason why it just looks like the same town, but with vines, like, you know, like yeah, tentacly bits weird. and things. And yeah. Not like, technology, this weird naturally occurring substance. But it's like the same buildings, but yeah. it's paused in time, we learn. It's like a specific day at a specific moment. Oh, word. Yeah. So that's a new oh. development for season four. I thought it was, I thought it was well done. Yeah. I think it was better than season three. The, I still uh, haven't. How, how do I do this? Help me out here. Try it now. Okay. Try it now that we've taken our minds off of it. That's the goal here. But light yeah, so. Pull. Yeah, light and pull. Ow! That burned my eyeball. No, it didn't. It did. Dude. It did. My eyes watering. It is. Dude, it's scorched off. Okay, here's a new. What if I burn my eyelashes? Sorry, I don't think I did, but you like, didn't, you didn't imagine. I, I think how embarrassing. I think you should admit defeat for that one. Shut up. Switch your hands. How about try your try your right hand? Yeah, yeah, that might be the sweet spot. While you were leading in about um, fucking hell, that's that's hot, man. Clipper flame just goes straight up. Suck, suck harder. 
<laughs> oh wait nice don't forget to cover the hole yeah I, i'm doing that okay i'm doing that it's, it's just like the flame it's like i can't light a joint or a cigarette too close to my face you can um tilt it farther outwards a little bit no no other way yeah 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 that could work this is bringing the flame closer to my face is it won't it go up but it's still closer to my face it's like you know I think that way the flame will, I don't know. I have no idea. This is fun. This is very interesting. <laughs> this is something. How can I verbally describe this situation? Other than I think that the clipper is... Um, Great bar, by the way. Is providing more fire, more flame than needed. It always does. Yeah. I also brought a clipper, so we're fucked. Oh, that is a we problem. Need a, we need a bick. Clippers are really an outdoor activity lighter, huh? That's twice the this size is an of an inch bit. long flame minimum. Yeah, yeah. And they don't have an you can't adjust it, you know? No. Oh, maybe yeah, getting it going before you get in there. That's my thought now. Yeah, yeah, that could work. Oh, we've got we have liftoff, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> Round of applause. I barely did anything. There was... I still feel like I'm smelling my burning skin. (laughs) (laughs) It's just your eyeball. (laughs) That's cool, but I'm going to... The reason why I think I asked you months ago to be on the podcast is because I wanted you to be on a show with Jesse. Oh, yeah. And Jesse is my other buddy that I know is very interested in coffee. And now lives in L.A. Um, he moved out there maybe a month ago, month and a half. Really? Mm, yeah, a month ago, about maybe less, honestly. Do you know what he's doing out there? Um. He, well, he does. He tours. He's like does touring management of some kind for artists. So. Right. He's on the road, and then he's just back home. When he's off, he's off. He doesn't do anything else, I don't think. I think he's actually working on something right now. I think he was... I don't think he was planning on getting back into coffee, though, that much I know. But um, I was going to actually ask you... I didn't send it to you at all mm-hmm. over the weekend, but the, the Drip Collective, did you see that at all? No. Um, It was like... There's a new, like subsidiary of Dayglow that made beer and uh, it's called like Afterlight I don't know what it was it's just got a bunch of goofy names Daylight Nightlight Dayglow you know it's all weird but anyway they had I found out through the all of those socials that they were having a big coffee festival at the at Navy Pier I think yeah coffee fest and then afterwards they had this party called the drip from the drip collective there's a lot of after parties after was, coffee fest yeah it was like there was a couple that were popping up because of that after i followed that but they look okay. really cool i'll definitely have to i forgot to send it to you but um they're not cool <laughs> they're not cool sorry i don't want to burst the bubble but they're not cool so you worked in coffee for how many years oh at least 12 Really? Yeah. That's a long time, man. Yeah. It was the first job I had. And this is the, now uh, where we work together is the first job that I haven't worked in coffee ever. 
in my life. Oh. Yeah. Okay. It, like it's coffee oh, to some really degree. But a lot more than just like baristaing. Especially uh out in California. Um in uh, out of the 12 years that you were in coffee, how long was that um in California? I think it's it's about three years. Three oh, years of it was three or, three or so three or four. Where's the best uh, best coffee in California? No, 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 <laughs> not the best coffee. Where was where was the where was your favorite job out of those Ooh. twelve years? If only three of them was in LA. Yeah, and that leaves us with a lot of gap. You know, you, totally. We could talk about. Your time in California, but I think that like I don't think people care. The time in between <laughs> would be interesting, and I also like. I went to LA once, and I got unfinished business in LA. Well, you got your skateboard back at least. I did. I That's did. its own whole journey right there. <laughs> but I didn't losing get to your really skateboard—that's skate. sad. I got to skate. At, you went. Th- you were so excited to skateboard too. I know. That's why it felt so unfinished because I lost my board and spent the whole day trying to get it back. The next day, when I was supposed to be skating, man, it was bullshit. Um, I'm trying to go back to LA ASAP. ASAP Rocky, but specifically for my divorce party, that's gonna be. It's gonna be in LA for sure. I miss a pastrami out there, like Langer's number nineteen. Um, Do but you want to keep going on this? I'm good. Okay. Um, but like especially like a probably my favorite sandwich, the Philippe's French dip, pastrami French dip on day old French bread, just dipped in au jus, shredded pastrami. That's it. You can add cheese. That's great with with cheese. What kind of cheese? I think provolone could be wrong, but like it maybe just, Swiss too could work. Yeah, Those like or like it, like like yeah, like a basic Immentaler or something like that. Yeah, but either menthol. way, it's. I used uh, to put a menthol on oysters Rockefeller at St. Clair Supper Club. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Okay, well, that was good cheese. I remember that being really good because we had to microplane a shitload of it before service, and I remember tasting it. I mean, it's just I like what people we, think of as Swiss cheese, right? But, I, I think so. Yeah. From what I remember, but it was different than a regular Swiss, like the Swiss that I have now today. Okay. Okay. Or yesterday, you know, recently. Um. But anyway, yeah, I'm trying to get back out to to Los Angeles soon. See my friends. Oh, I was gonna say, I don't think I might have already told you this, but Arby's was my first job, so I know a good French dip. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's the context. That's the context you want to lead with for a French dip. Yep. Okay. When you go back to L.A., you got to go to Top Round. Top Round. Yeah, Top Round is like everything that Arby's isn't, or like wishes it could be. They have beef and cheddar. Yeah. They got dope, incredible, like uh, milkshakes and and ice, like a like soft serve too. Um. Something. There was also pastries at Arby's. They don't have pastries, do they? No, you don't need it. You just need the beef. Um, 
But every t- every time I was out west, because it's there's only I think there's only the one location. Um, of top round or of of top, Arby's? Uh, no, top Arby's t- out there? <laughs> no, no, fuck Arby's. It's all top round is all that matters when it comes to like the cheddar and the beef with the sesame roll. You know, Ooh. it's a uh, yeah, that was a special treat. Like I gotta show you a picture. It's just it's a it's a real vibe. Okay, what's the price point though? Cheap. <laughs> oh, like you're gonna have diarrhea. <laughs> But it's better than Arby's Word. by a lot. Like it's worth. It is a choice. It's like Taco Bell at three a.m. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, I understand what you mean. Like that's yeah. the frequency of that you would go anyway. Yeah. But they got regulars, probably. Probably. Yeah. Um, it's cute. There are a lot of spots, man. There's a lot of places that I also like. That I would like to skate. I only skated at the beach, and then I, and then we went to dinner. You after didn't even that. get to go to the barracks or like any any classic. I couldn't haunt. get into the barracks probably, but is yeah. it a hard place to get into? I think you have to just be invited. I'm pretty sure you just have to be invited. Damn. Okay. And the, I wouldn't get an invite. Oh, that's right, a I'm really showing you. Spot. Yeah, that they got the curly fries. Oh shit! It's luxury oh. Arby's, but like first they are they were, I don't know for sure that could be wrong, but. You know, yeah. they got like a little outside dinery patio, real kind of 1950s throwback vibe. That's what their food looks like today. Yeah, they really did keep it classic. That's it's really classic. Good. It's looks old. Great. It's old Hollywood. It looks fucking delicious. You know, maybe it's probably founded in 08, but you know, like, yeah, it, yeah. it feels like it. But like, come on, come on, you're you're drunk, you're hungry, you're a little that stony baloney. I wish y'all could see this picture right now. Yeah. Um, so it's top round. Yeah, top round. Top round Philippe's. <laughs> Philippe's is the institution, the OG of a French dip, specifically with pastrami. You can get um a horseradish sauce uh to dip stuff in. It's not horseradish at all, it's just ground garlic. <laughs> I, I found out the hard way. Oh no! Um, but it's fucking good, man. Zero and two right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm on the down. You got a mad rip of that tiny bong, you know, and I just knocked the mic over. <laughs> We're like, yeah, yeah. Zero and one right now. I'll take it. That was. I mean, that was an accomplishment. Yeah. You know, I was. I was rooting for you. I appreciate it. That the support means a lot. <laughs> um yeah i got that board hung up right there it looks good I, after i got it back i was like i can't fuck this up more no that, that's it looks that's sick. the end of the chapter yeah it really was end of an era leaving my board up. in la that's in the you know timeline of this podcast that's for sure i talked about it for days yeah talked about it with multiple people i think because well, we jesse we were... came on and we talked about it for maybe a second okay um well we we were there when you're like i lost my board we were there when we were skating before and it was like i'm going to california where do i need to go and I, and then you went there and it's like i didn't go anywhere and then it's like i lost my skateboard <laughs> and that was all you would talk about for like every time i would see you at work it was, it was really passing. upsetting it was i mean i was upset for you it was heartbreaking i skated on that board you know i had a personal connection with it that's beautiful. It yeah. makes it so much prettier. Right? It's just storytelling. But, <laughs> but now to 
be here finally, the culmination of all these events together, talking about this outside of the podcast, outside of work and at work, and now being here now on my first podcast. This is this a full circle for you moment? Yeah, hundred percent. That's pretty that's sick. Just like that's that's cosmic writing or something. Like <laughs> is it the best writing in the world? No, but is it there? <laughs> sure. If you want to, if you want to see it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a certain sentiment. So we could rewrite it, mm-hmm. put it in a movie. No, we'll do a screenplay. It'll be now easy. you're thinking in Hollywood. <laughs> all right. That's the LA mentality. You screenplay know? that shit. Yeah. Which brings you back to coffee shops because all the screenwriters are out there in front of Dinosaur Cafe. Are Sunset. they just, just writing? Away. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's the spot. Not producers, huh? Writers. Screen pl- screenplay writers, you know, yeah, mostly. How much could we sling a screenplay for? <laughs> I have no idea. No idea. Two hundred thousand? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I just said I have no idea. There's no clue. It could be a commission thing, you know, like a, we could be talking percentages, not full chunk numbers, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I don't know what licensing and these contracts could look like. You have a, you know, you have an expansive knowledge, so you could have been in your wheelhouse. <laughs> it could have been. Thank you. That's flattering. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Thank you. That's sweet. Oh, that's sweet. You know, you could maybe of the beginning, you know, thoughts of it, you could be like, well, I know that this one guy, I overheard this one guy while working. <laughs> As that's, all, that's all it really takes. Maybe not. That could be a completely belligerent statement. But. Yeah, yeah. Overhearing how how um how to budget a or how to sell a screenplay. <laughs> Two white guys tell you how to <laughs> make it in Hollywood. Have you seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? No. Oh, it's fun. Maybe I I don't know. Quentin Tarantino's? No, I haven't seen it. I've seen. I don't even know. Hardly any. Tarantino? When, yeah. Really? Yeah, it's like a thing in my life that keeps coming up. Uh, yeah, well, that's, <laughs> that's all about old Hollywood, so that makes sense how that's come up recently, at least, in the last couple of years. It's a good movie. You should watch it. Do you like Brad Pitt? I have no real take on it. I mean, he's fine. Nothing on Brad Pitt? I don't know. I'm, I'm neutral on Brad Pitt. Oh. I, I recognize he's Brad Pitt, you know? People think things he about him. He just did some spread that he looks so fun in. He's very psychedelic. Dang, okay. And like 80s revival looks too. Well, I didn't very see that. Heavy 80s. I did fun. see Chris Hemsworth. Like Bowie vibe. I don't like Chris. Oh, you like the... Okay. I All just right. watched that Spider-Man movie. It came out a while ago. No Way Home. Yeah. Actually, I didn't finish it. Okay. It's, it's the first time I've touched a Marvel movie in like... Since one of those Spider-Man, since Andrew Garfield's second Spider-Man. Which isn't even in, well... Now it is, because of the multiverse thing. Yeah. And that's what I watched it for. Okay. And I didn't finish it. Dang. I think, I'm, I, think I have like 25 minutes left. Maybe I finished it. I don't know. You, if that's the case, you missed quite the performance from... Um, oh. Uh, Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. Yeah. <laughs> I watched the scene. No, where... just that you just yeah. slice that out. Okay, like a cooking cutty. Like, I like love a co- that guy. Is, you know. He's a in 
oh, he was better than ever in that role. Yeah, that was insane. Just jumped right back in. <laughs> yeah. And then elevated it. I didn't think that was possible. <laughs> How do you do that role, but even better? He's diabolical. It's He's such a phenomenal fantastic. actor. It's I, insane. I'm a really big fan of this uh, YouTube series called Screen Crush. I spend a lot of my time. How long? What is that? It's is a YouTube, YouTube channel that goes through. It's Ryan Airy. Um, shout out to Ryan Airy on Twitter, I guess. Um, nice. Um, and he like looks like he's in this old blockbuster video store with like a little background behind him, wearing a blue polo, just like telling you all the Easter eggs and things you might have missed in every new Marvel movie for sure, like the Obi Wan Kenobi series, which I just finished watching oh, the first season of on Disney Plus. Like if there's anything like that. He's doing. He goes into. He's going into it, and uh, like I watch a lot of him, and then Eric Foss on New Rock Stars, another YouTube channel and Twitter delight. Uh, he's <laughs> out in LA, it seems. Um, I'm sure they both are, but anyway, yeah, I spent a it. lot of time watching Easter egg breakdown videos of Marvel and Disney shows, and <laughs> I'm a I'm a nerd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So that's, that's who, yeah, there's that. What about first we feast though? Oh, absolutely. That's, he's probably one of the best interviewers out there. Yeah. I agree. That, that's Sean Evans. Yeah. Sean yeah, Evans. Yeah. Oh, true. Yeah. I didn't say that. Yeah, I thought it in my mind, but no, no, I, that's who I, that's what I was talking about. I don't watch anything else from them, but I do watch hot ones. Yeah. Hot ones is a great, that's yeah. a great show. I think like, I mean, Paul Rudd's episode where it's like, who would have thought we'd be like, who would have thought, you know, that was an iconic moment. Also, I've tried one of their sauces. I'm not a real hot sauce person because I have GERD and just, uh, it's just a battle I don't choose to take often. Yeah. I think the last time I had a really hot sauce was when you were cooking on that rooftop in uh, Lincoln Park. We had the last dab. Yeah. Yeah. You got, and I tried the last dab sauce, and I had to step away. I had I was looking out over the horizon thinking, is this it? <laughs> also, it was a weed grilling night, so the high really started kicking in, and I took the last dab, and I took a family. Oh, nope, I'm, I'm getting ahead of my brain. Um, I took like a video and sent it to my little sister who doesn't know. Maybe they know. <laughs> It's my family's very religious, and I was like, "Oh God, can they tell I'm stoned right now?" Uh-huh. Trying to edit out like any kind of weeds, paraphernalia, or whatever, you know. And there was, yeah, <laughs> all over. <laughs> um, but which is a whole—that's a whole other, much more heavy topic. Uh, but of weed and religion, yeah, 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 and like yeah. you know, like they can't knock it political and geographical and all that but this is a different topic vibe than marvel movies and the last dab and that's true you know (laughs) stoner talk or whatever but i mean you could do it you could get into it if you want that's not a good segue i'm just saying oh for sure yeah i have a different experience with weed and religion what's your experience okay well there's a segue what's your experience with weed and religion uh, it's, I mean, it's the similar of, to what you, you're insinuating is that it's, I mean, people, I, most of those people in, the, in oh, religions being, don't, don't want being raised. Yeah. It's, don't it's, want it around though. 
Oh no! But it intrudes its way no matter what. I think it'll it'll intrude into some family at some point. Marijuana specifically, because it's just so readily available now that there's no like having to face that is inevitable. I think. Absolutely, it, especially yeah. in America. Well, it's a, it. <laughs> Religion in other uh, countries, I think, are a little bit more restricted. Still, like they're still housed away from society where weed isn't as available. But in a in America, it's you could get a ship to your door. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm when you were a young Christian boy, mm-hmm. and you only had other Christian friends, yeah. did you ever? You had that at one point. Is what is I assume? I assume maybe for the most part, other than public school. Well, you, I was only in public school until fourth grade, and then I was homeschooled after fourth grade. Yeah, from fourth grade on. Cause you did you still live in the same house though? Yeah, it oh, was just like a familial choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's what that's what my mom wanted to do. So, I, when I was a little kid, I know yeah, the difference. Yeah. So. Yeah. Fourth grade is enough to, you know, you remember it though. Uh huh. Oh, even yeah. if you, you know, blacked it do. out. <laughs> yeah, de- yeah, that too. But yeah, but I do remember. Um, it was a. At the time, I loved it. I still am like I, I'm very thankful for my experience with it, and I know it can be really terrible for other people. Yeah. Um, I don't hear that often though. Uh, well. I mean, personally, personally, it's out there. Yeah, like I'm sure, you, like with anything, you know, like it. Socially, there's gonna be consequences no matter what, and like, there's yeah. still gonna be kids that that have a bad experience. But yeah. me personally, any anybody that I've known that ended up being homeschooled, which was, I feel like, ten to twelve people, in my early childhood, were like homeschooled. Okay. That I would that I would associate with because of religion. Um, yeah. Where were you raised? Jehovah's Witness. Oh, damn. Yeah. Okay. What were you raised? Lutheran, Missouri Synod. Christian. But in my... So this is an interesting thing. One of my best friends growing up... Well, not growing up. Like, when I was really starting to, like, go to... Like, start working and... Um, I started working at, like, 16. Like yeah, sophomore. same, same. Um... Yeah, one of my like first coffee jobs and and specialty coffee and stuff. Like I met my friend Dane, and um, we ended up working together after he moved from Arizona. I think Arizona. I always get Arizona and New Mexico confused, but I'm nearly <laughs> no, it's Phoenix, Phoenix, Arizona. He's from Phoenix. Um, he is from Phoenix. Um, nice, good confirmation. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a, not important to anyone listening, but. Um, but, but yeah, he, he know. was like, it was Phoenix inst- sounds inst- like it could be in New Mexico. <laughs> I guess I true. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. If you're ever curious, and they so- the- it sounds like it could be in a, any, either state, Tucson, New Mexico, that's <laughs> the, which is not true, but, um, I wasn't going to ask. I swear <laughs> it's not, that's not where it is. Maybe there is. Uh, anyway, that's, I have, that's a- I have true. ADHD and this is not good, but, um, <laughs> The point of the story is that was he raised as Jehovah's Witness? He was raised. He was. Oh, thank you so much for my I really that assist. I needed that alley He was raised Jehovah's Witness, um, and went through the process of like 
getting baptized and shit. Well, I don't know about that. Oh, but like okay. when when I met him, he was like, like we had to sneak out. He had to lie to his mom to go to a Lady Gaga concert. Oh, we gnarly. went and saw Art Pop at the Toyota Center downtown Houston. That's fucking incredible. We were in the nosebleeds, and it was iconic. Yeah, like it was the peak moment of like early Gaga and that like like yeah. stadium. Since. Hannah went and to that show, but in, in it was Indiana, so it was incredible. Um, yeah, like Dane Dane opened my world to a lot of music. Like my first LA experience, signing it back in, like we went to a show and I saw churches open for somebody. I don't even know. It might have been Beach House. I don't I don't remember who they were opening for. I only remember being floored by churches and like Yeah. It was right after Mother We Share came out. Or like is that I don't know there's a song called Mother Mothers We Share. Um and I don't remember when it's from. Twenty fourteen probably. And excuse me. Yeah. Maybe 2014. I don't know, but it was an awesome experience. And then that's all I listened to when I first went to California. Churches? First, yeah. I listened I've never to religion. Listen. Really? Yeah. We should listen to churches together. We recently had this interaction, but about <laughs> Third Eye Blind. <laughs> oh! oh <my laughs> it was, was a pivotal moment. Yeah. Well, okay. It was a that, fun night. That I got into only recently myself. Yeah. You said um, that too. Yeah. Which is like Pinkerton from Weezer and the self-titled Third Eye Blind album. Um, I 100% owe to my roommate and dear friend Vivian because they introduced that to me. They're going to listen to this. And we'll hear it. I'll, I'll, I'll tell them. Um, yeah. I'm on a podcast. Well, that was random. Um, but anyway, name dropped you along <laughs> with YouTube people. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Get yeah. them all in. The whole shebang. They're going to give me shit for not knowing how to light this bong. It's true. Yeah, it's fine. I can, I can take it. Um, <laughs> anyway, I owe them so much for so many things, but that is a massive thing. Yeah. Third eye blind is pretty good. It, yeah. It changed my life now. And then like the last time I went back to California, losing a whole year, it was like the song I just kept playing on repeat. And my, one of my dear friends, Joey Heck can confirm that. Cause every time I got in his car, <laughs> you play a fucking song. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, can we play this song again? <laughs> be like, dude, what's the fuck's wrong with you? You love this song so much. I'm like, it's a great song. He's like, it's, it's a great song for sure. But like, again, <laughs> I'm the same way, but very kind with that, but a little bit faster, but no, no, it's about the same. I'll play the same song for a couple of days in a row for sure. It doesn't happen that often, but it happens sometimes for me, for me at least. But yeah, sometimes it, it happens and it's nice. It's like an at home thing for me now. Hmm. You know, I guess for me in the context of the story, it's an, it's a Los Angeles thing for yeah, me. Yeah. 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 Hmm. So what's it going to be when you go back this next time? You think it'll just... The song's called How's It Gonna Be. It's a Third Eye Blind song from the record you haven't listened to. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know what the song is going to be this next time because I don't know when I'm going back because I don't know when my divorce is, but it's going to be the celebration for that i would imagine it still has to happen 
The yeah. divorce still has to happen. Yeah, it's not it's not done yet. Word. Yeah. Well, I so. hope I hope that gets squared away so you can get this party on the road. Me too. You yeah, know, it's been a long time coming. <laughs> yeah. So you don't like Marvel movies. The, I never I never said that. That's what it sounds like though. <laughs> any any defenses? Thoughts? Go. Mm. Marvel. Take it or leave it. I'd leave it. Fuck you. <laughs> Damn. That's you know what? Last night I was watching uh There's knows? just so much of it. Yeah, well There's that's just so much of okay, it. Okay, so I've been watching through Marvel with Hannah, my my girlfriend, and um, and she hasn't seen most of it, but we've been watching re watching through stuff, and it's really, I don't like to rewatch things hardly ever. Yeah, um, I but, just like I don't like to rewatch the same TV shows or or movies like some people find for comfort. I I need new. That's why YouTube's so fun because it's like it's the same show, but there's always new episodes. Yeah, yeah. Um, or like I can just like go like learn some random engineering fact. But rewatching through Marvel, there's so many things that are very dependent on like there's not really any standalone stories that really hold their own. So like it's for sure not the best, but collectively they add such a great and interesting story together and the world building properties of it are i think being handled pretty well like kevin feige's doing some cool stuff and it's also wild to think that this has already been going on for over 20 years and i had the thought like they're barely into the second like avengers level end game like stepping stones because there's so many other things like they can and should and will talk about. Uh, I had an, yeah, I had an Avengers comic at one point that had like fucking 40 characters yeah. on the front of it. Like yeah. twice as many that are happening that are right now. Right. But imagine like, like how many movies that has to be to get to that point, you know? Yeah. 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 So I was thinking, I was just like stony baloney on the couch late at night, like kind of dozing off and thinking, Oh my God. What's going to be the phase number we're on when it's 2050? Like celebrating 50 years of Marvel Cinematic Universe, you know, like that's going to be a thing maybe. Yeah. That's wild. Maybe. I think it's, I think it'll definitely happen. If it doesn't happen out here, it'll be in, you know, in the simulation. Yeah. Who knows what's going on by then? Some gnarly shit, man. <laughs> Some gnarly shit. Maybe. Things will be, you know, very different. This one, you know. Okay. All right. Total change of subject. Wait, but before we... Okay. I just want to say... Yeah. It's not that I don't like them. Yeah. I'm... I think that I... That recently watching No Way Home... Yeah. Was um, was an introduction... A reintroduction for me. I think that I just... There's a lot to get into. I'd have to start pretty far back. So, mm-hmm. I think it's just going to be an undertaking for me. That's kind of cinematically. What yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like you can't just jump in. No, no, and the, I, I think I've tried at some points, and they weren't good choices. 
you know, it wasn't. It, a, it does yeah. make a big difference. Yeah, and you can't just jump into any particular movie. Of those, uh, no, it's got to be the right one, or it makes zero actually sense. It, like um, Iron Man two might be the last one I saw before that. Yeah, that you're fucked. You have no idea. There's, I'm not even kidding. Almost twenty years of movies you've missed. <laughs> That's insane. That was like the second thing they ever made. I think. Iron Man, what? Uh, and the Iron and Man the was Spider the first, Man, and the Spider Man. Those don't count. In the sense. <laughs> Why don't they count? Like it until it wasn't, the one that I they watched. were retconned in. That's different. But like from like a like Sp- Iron Man one, Kevin Feige as an executive producer and showrunner for this whole thing knew that he was going to be charged with building out this cinematic universe. So everything going back there, like you can find Easter eggs for, like they're stepping stones. And telling a linear, like a graphable linear story happening. And then like it got so big and so well, like, like so filled in with the gaps that then you could have a multiverse and like a Sam Raimi, like Spider-Man universe coming in. Spider-Man's also just a wild thing too. Cause Sony, Sony and Marvel, like Sony owns the rights to Spider-Man, which is why they could do, into the Spider-Verse and like the Andrew Garfield stuff was supposed to be their spinoff like to compete with Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh. But they licensed the use of Spider-Man specifically in Spider-Man villains to and like things from that universe to be part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They only took a certain amount so they're not all going to be. Yeah. Got it. But it's really good for them that everyone loves Andrew Garfield so much mm-hmm. because now they have a lot more hype to launch more Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man, Sony movies and the Spider-Man seven, the quest for more money. You know? <laughs> Featuring Mel it. Brooks, you know, <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Now we can, we can, we can, lay off the marvel i guess but that was sony and marvel actually so i'm just saying i didn't <laughs> yeah. i also i didn't like those as much you know yeah um i just it's it's nice world building i'm a sci-fi fantasy fan it, it, it you know i can i appreciate it but also like i rewatched black panther and it was just all like half the movies but like um they just don't stand up on their own it's like oh my gosh if you have no idea what's going on in the larger collective of things, yeah, and you just watch this movie one off, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah, because like the writing is so dependent on you knowing so many things to actually get the most out of it, you know. But it is what it is. It's a pop song. It's like if you know Charlie comes out with a new song. It might not be the most banger single, but if you understand Charlie XCX is like an entire, what's going on? Like, I don't know. Like an entire entity. You know, it's a lot. It adds, it just adds more nuance and texture and uh, diversity to the catalog. Yeah. And I feel like that's a better way to think about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I fuck with that. Cool. 
I totally forgot what my question was going to be. Oh, I do remember now. That's awesome. I was also going to ask. Yeah, I do. Uh, so we're on a podcast called Microwave Minutes. What's up with that? Um, we What does that mean? We review microwave foods here at the studio. But quesadillas count? They don't. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I I think that I've been I haven't been u- really utilizing my microwave stuff. Okay. And when I do, it's during school, and then I'm like, "Damn, I missed my opportunity to record it." But I will also say at the end of this episode, there is going to be a portion of the episode where I do review food because I already it's already done. Okay. I thought about this kind of ahead. I just did the whole mess of eating by myself because it's kind of like, I don't know. It seems goofy. That's the part I was really looking forward to. Oh, really? Yeah. See, that, that's also the element of it's the like, visual element of the show is important for the food with a guest specifically. It's way more funny to oh, watch. Yeah. It's just funnier to watch that whole process, <laughs> I think. I don't know. It's just like, no, mm-hmm. it's not the same. Through audio, personally, that's. I remember that's the true. the premiere or the finale of season one was both available as a podcast and a video, and I remember the podcast episode itself got just like way worse ratings than the video segment, and it was the exact same thing but with a visual element. And it's just be like it got more response as a whole just because you can see us interacting with the food and like. Have you done any TikToks? Yeah. About like microwave. Not that. Why? That's like that's what I that's the format I have the attention span for. You know, even like a a minute, even just literally like, like. like minutes, yeah, like min- two minutes. Yeah, it's, it's that's a microwave minutes. <laughs> it's like a minute and a half TikTok at most. Yeah, or like you know a minute to two minute TikTok, and that's the whole show. Yeah, that's all you need. I have to get two of everything because one would need to be staged and hot and ready, and then the other one's got to go into the microwave. Hey, that's that's Hollywood. That's the movie magic. It really is. Um. You're you're onto something here. This is going really well. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> That's convenient. Yeah. You're just gonna take over that segment. That you know that. No so- show. That's no. your job. No. I'll Damn help. It. I'll help. All right. Wait. I'll be your friend on the side with it. We need um. We need like eight more people in the studio at a time. You yeah. Know? That way we can have. You need a couple. Cameras. Four more shows. Yeah. Two to, at least. Yeah. You need at least. You need one cam. friend and one guy that does all the work. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, that's like pretty much first we feast. Yeah. That's how they started three. It was a three-person team, including Sean. I imagine that's like how Barstool does it too. You know, there's yeah. just a bunch of dudes in a room <laughs> making you decisions do a, about content. You can do a lot with with a little. You really can. Yeah. And TikTok, yeah, that's like, uh, what are we doing? What are we doing? This is this I know is, TikTok this is, is it. icing on the cake, but that's the whole cake. Yeah, you're right. You're or the pie, right. you know, to switch up the that analogy. What did you call it? The pie. <laughs> the pie. Yeah, the cake. I just cake versus pie, classic. You know, like dogs and cats. You're a cake or a pie person. So you think the TikTok is more of the crust, and the podcast is more of the filling, or vice versa? 
We're talking the ties TikTok, now. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm crust all the way. The TikTok is the crust. Yeah. With a, a little bit of the filling, because you could you a, could go a little longer, like six can. minute TikToks now or something. What? <laughs> three. Okay. Two and a half. No, I three think it's a, a three minute cap. Okay. Oh, is it? I oh. think. I'm not gonna. I'm not a betting person. I'm not gonna take that gamble at all. But yeah. Also, I've never watched <laughs> anything past you know, however many. Exactly. Minutes. So, like for all intents and purposes, it's. Is that the phrase? All intensive purposes. Yeah, but I, don't I feel think... like I said all intents and, all and purposes, and that's not right. I think it's intense. I don't. I don't. I don't know either. And I don't think that it's that, one of those things. I don't think purposes is the right end of that. But I know what you're saying. Oh, I didn't even consider that. I thought it was the first. Anyway, right. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna need it. We're gonna need a confirmation on that. I want. I. You know, was, okay. So that's as a person. somebody that's, that's real time fact checker, person yeah. like in the chair, man well, in the three chair. people. Yeah, got, the person need. in the chair doing like the, the real time fact check. Yeah. All, it's normal set stuff. It's all intensive purposes. Where are you getting that from? You're just staring uh, I, me in my eyes telling we, me that, but we haven't <laughs> looked this up. You're right. <laughs> you're just, Damn. Sounds Where's that guy in the chair? Exactly. <laughs> you're going to grab the phone and Google it right now. He's right here. How did I fucking know? After, It's after an hour, you can swear, but we swore in the first three minutes. <laughs> Oh, is that a thing? No, I don't think so. It's all intensive purposes. I was right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Cool. Oh, there's a conflict, though, because on Merriam-Webster, it says all intensive purposes are all intents and purposes. Which was my hang-up. It was the N or ant. Hang on. Okay, sometimes a word that sounds like the right word and feels like the right word isn't actually the right word. It's an egg corn. If something has the same effect or result like as another versus thing. versus acorn? No, like E-G-G-C-O-R-N. Oh. Egg corn. Well, I don't know what that is. I don't either. I thought I, thought I was saying acorns wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Eggs? <laughs> This corn is 100% eggs. Sometimes, yeah. So it's not for all intensive purposes the same as that other thing. It's, But I, I'm not finished. <laughs> We're not finished. We're not finished. We haven't it ain't really over- talked about anything of terrible substance, but here we are. We're going to keep talking. We did Stranger Things in Marvel movies. Barely. Or maybe too much. Who knows? <laughs> it was, um, yeah, right. Like, what did you think about Obi Wan? Oh, okay, <laughs> dude. Okay, <laughs> dude. Disney has given, and this is repeating Screen Crush going full circle. But like, I agree completely that Disney has given the best Vader moments we've ever seen. Because like Rogue One's hallway scene at the end is yes. so badass. <laughs> yes. And like the terror of people's faces, that's that's the villain that 
we've been waiting for. It's really Disney true. Stuff. And it like that's the only movie I think we've seen that in. Um, for a variety of reasons, but like the the shows I think are really like Disney's hitting out of the park, except for Boba Fett. The book of Boba Fett had a lot of, which is not the question you asked. I'm going on a tangent. I, yeah, yeah, already, yeah, yeah. But, it's good though. Um, You're saying, it had, all, saying all good things. All right. All right. It, <laughs> all it just it had like nonlinear flashbacks. Whenever he would go and back to tanks, and it was a choppy, choppy way of telling the story that robbed you of the beating pulse of like the motivations happening, like. And the classic behind those characters, because those characters you couldn't read because they, no offense, they weren't that good of actors. I don't know. I, I mean, didn't like, feel I that from the, the side, the, like the side Book roles of, Book of, of Boba, Boba Fett. Fett. Yeah. They had no, like I couldn't read them that well. I think they're both very, like at least the, the two mains. I don't, I'm really bad at actor Same. names, but the people who like the, the guy who plays, Boba Fett and like all the clones and clone wars and stuff like that. Um, and like the, the prequels and then the, uh, the other person who was like the, the right of hand assassin. Yeah. Like the former mercenary, yeah. um, for, that we met in Mandal in the Mandalorian show. Mm. It was also weird that most like the latter half of Boba Fett was like a Mandalorian thing. Yeah. It was just basically about Yeah, like, it was like in between the next season precursor. But I guess the whole show was just pitched as being about Boba Fett and it was really not. It was like the Book of Mandalore when it should have been like it was what it probably should have been called versus like the Book of Boba Fett. But even then, the way it was told was nonlinear with like bad flashbacks. And that robs you of the circle of storytelling that Joseph Campbell came up with. Well, not came up with, but like maybe first illustrated that Dan Harmon's also like a student of that, like refined into like 12 points that like every Rick and Morty episode and like every episode of community is mm -hmm. it follows the same formula, but it goes back to Joseph Campbell who John, uh, uh, George Lucas, John, John Williams, George Lucas had on set for like a new hope and like helped consult with the script there. I think, to keep it like a the every like the hero's journey, you know, yeah, like a classic storytelling trope, and that was very prevalent in yeah Obi Wan, right? Well, and like even but then, in like, like Leia and in like that, I I think in that storyline. But what were yeah. you saying? Anyway, I just I love I really liked the series. It was surprising in some ways, and like fan service in other ways, but not too much. Some of it was dumb. Like lightsabers take multiple hits now to immediately go through somebody. And like some of the say, like some of the, like in like you can die from a blaster bolt, but not a stab wound to the chest with a lightsaber, you know, like some, like some, and just like star Wars fighting in general, I definitely had like when they were, have you seen the whole thing? Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, so spoilers ahead, but, like, uh, for all of this, there already have been, but, like, the when the uh, when the third sister is, like, storming, like, that moon planet that they land on with the path, 
and all of that. And they're fighting and like the person Tala has like the thermal detonator and dies, Yeah, you know, like, okay, <laughs> why is there only one thermal detonator? But also like how are, <laughs> you're standing basically five feet apart from these people and missing on both sides. Like the, the, the whole physics of how a star Wars gunfight works has always been really bad. Yeah. Like comically so, like it's a robot chicken and Family Guy, and like it's it's a common trope to make fun of, but it it's still it's still bad. It's like are they doing? It still this? hasn't gotten better. They could space these people a lot further apart in a currently produced show. Oh, you're right. And make you're it right. a little bit more believable, which I feel like they did a decent job of in Rogue, One, like a good job of in Rogue One. Like that felt like a war movie. And yeah. It was shot to look like a war movie. And like the like Western shootouts are more one on one with like a gunslinger and like you got Beskar armor, like there's lore built in stuff with like the Mandalorian and Boba Fett where it's more the Boba Fett's fight scenes are a whole other thing. Like why is Boba Fett struggling the entire time? He's a badass mercenary. We saw beat up an entire squadron of of stormtroopers with a Tuscan Raider stick. <laughs> you know, in Mandalore. And now we seeing him after this has happened and he's like failing against street thugs come on like what are we doing is the idea that it, is that he's getting older though he's like aged i felt like he has aged but not in the mandalorian universe it's like the next month or something you know oh 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 yeah yeah, yeah. or it, it's like it's in the same right season of stuff that makes sense I kind of thought it was a longer gap. Um, yeah. I loved that. I loved the fear that they invoked. With Vader. With Vader. In all of that. I also All of that love... rings true for sure. And I just said it the other day. I was like, there's a certain fear in the original movies that yeah. felt unanswered. And now you know why everybody's afraid of him in the future. Like for, you know, in the beginning, why he's, uh, they like praise him is because he's a fucking train wreck to be around. Yeah. It's like you get where that's all coming from now. And like, just like such a good, like circle back to, yeah. to the original movies for me. And like, <laughs> I also think there's something to like the sort of classic Spiel, Spielberg approach and like just eighties movies approach to horror was like Jaws, you know, like like not showing it's all build up. It's all foreplay of fear with mm -hmm. like like the less you show of the villain and the more mystery there is around it, the better. And I do feel like we are getting a good amount of that with the shots and like Vader walking through and just like snapping the neck of a child. Like that's dark. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I apparently they had to rewrite parts of the show because it was too dark. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, 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 wait I want to see that. Where's my Where's my Snyder cut of that? <laughs> um, nerd, there, there's nerd, a. But. I think that the reason why they played into that so much too is because we all know that the all of these characters are alive at the end of the day, right. no matter what. 
Not so you all. had to play I mean, at least like Obi Wan and Invader, but it was also and Leia super and sad. Well, yeah, yeah, totally. The two, the mom and dad of them. Oh, Owen and and uh, yeah, yeah, and and Luke's parents and him. You know, so you know Padme's that Padme's dead. No, no, um, his oh, his, adopted. Well, that's what I'm being like his aunt and uncle. Yeah. Oh, and then I also Owen. meant Leia's parents. Too. Oh, Bale, because yeah. they're all in. You know the fourth one and, uh, and all that. So yeah. I think that that creating that like horror effect almost was really important to to feel that show to ring that show really true. Yeah, I also especially like seeing Hayden Christensen playing. That's sick. It's awesome. Like the chemistry that he and Ewan McGregor have playing these roles even though they are older like it's they, still there they're still them and they are those like for me like i'd like one of the first movies i remember seeing in theaters was a phantom menace so like yeah. though that's my era and like probably like you know peer wise like our era of star wars mm-hmm. much like maybe our parents generation like seeing the originals and like i remember my dad always telling me he would go like see star wars in theaters and they had to manually like bring in outside speakers for it because that was the first time that surround sound had ever been in their theater before. So the first time that ship comes over the first shot of a new hope and you're feeling like sub frequencies behind you, that's the first time in a theater setting you would have ever had surround sound. And like when star fighters are coming around, like, Oh, it's like, <laughs> like, and like blasters overhead. It's like, oh my God, like people were screaming in the movie theater. Like what is happening? And that's, that's awesome. You know, like the sound design element of it had never yeah. been done before. And like George Lucas tried to push the bar and definitely did like, like love it or love him or hate him. Jar Jar Binks was the first CGI character in a live action movie. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Like, yeah, he was, like, wearing, like, a green screen helmet or, like, mask. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, like they were, like, live animating. Yeah, like, they had to do, like, like blue. They were still using blue screens on Phantom Menace. Not even green screens. Yeah. I don't understand the color compositing thing. I wish I did. I wish I could get it. I don't understand enough about it. it. I just yeah. know that it's... I believe it would be funny for you to have a green screen on right now <laughs> as you're describing everything that you said. I would love to just have this in the background. Yeah. Compositive video. Just like full forest Gump running. <laughs> One of them is like, you know, <laughs> here's your microwave minutes about blue screens versus green screens. <laughs> Did you know that Jar Jar Binks was the first blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and just like fake forest Gump running with the scenes in the background, like eating a lava cake. Or something just all over. You'd my have to face. run on a treadmill for like an hour, just drenched <laughs> in sweat and like Gatorade. Just, you know, same idea. I mean, like you could take. Minutes. You could take. Do you think it would be good to split up something like this, like a podcast like this? Then you have like not that many. You couldn't use that many clips. Yeah, but would that be? That's. I think that's. I think that's a at least a, an idea. It's equitable. It could work. Could use that. It's either a lot it's just, of that. you could yeah you can at least 
use what, it as a maybe revolving door of like input and output of ideas, right? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah so like maybe we like you, like you just have ideas for the TikTok and then that informs something you talk about on a podcast, but then the podcast also informs ideas for like the content creation of videos. It can be a revolving. It's a two-way street. It's a tango. We're dancing, dancing with ideas, right? I think um, I think we can hit the nail on the head with this one. You yeah, know, absolutely. It just takes the time and effort to do it. Yeah, <laughs> that's the hard part. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so yeah, Vader and Kenobi. The last episode. Oh my god, incredible! And also, like the third episode when they first fight, and Obi Wan's like out of practice and Vader is in his prime. Yeah. Well, you think you always feel that way with him, with Darth Vader. You always feel like he's like at his strongest, but he breaks down. He does break down eventually. And I think they add great context to that in the show. And also do like, like such a great job of when they first fight and Kenobi's out of practice, it's like a struggle it's wild. Like you like see the fear in his eyes. And also even McGregor, I saw in an interview on a, like the lad Bible or something in London with Hayden Christensen was talking about like seeing Hayden in that suit <laughs> and like seeing that suit. Cause he didn't act with Hayden has never acted with Hayden, like in the suit or like acted with anyone in that suit before. Cause I guess there's shots when on revenge of the Sith was, he didn't have anything with Vader in the suit and him on the same screen. That's so for him, true. it was the first moment seeing that, yeah. like acting live with Darth Vader, who he grew up with, with the original trilogy. Like trilogy, he was the child in the seventies watching it for the first time. Yeah, and he was like, "That was real fear." It's <laughs> like, <laughs> like I was like shitting my pants almost, just looking at this six foot five, towering figure. That it's just like glistening black armor, yeah. Like you're just like just walking towards me with pure, like, you know, towering over you, which is fun. But um, it's like patent leather and like mm-hmm. plastic. It's just like it's wild, kinky plastic. I also <laughs> do love the the details they are doing now in the show. It looks like, with fabulous. So like the original trilogy. Fun fact: if you didn't know, like there's no realistic light reflection on Vader's helmet from like, especially notable in like, well, episode five and six and any dark element, there's no reflection on, on like the helmet from lightsaber glow. Oh, I didn't know that because the lightsabers were added in, like they were all colored in, in Mm -hmm. post. Mm -hmm. Right. So there was no light reflection in the real room there. So everything now has like, it looks so like, cool. Like Anakin's like lightsaber with the blue going to red in that last scene with his mask all ripped. Mm-hmm. And like the also the vocal design, like blending and breaking between like Darth Vader's uh, James Earl Jones, Jones voice and like Hayden Christensen's natural voice was so well done. Yeah, yeah. And then like him just screaming, like, <laughs> at the end. It sounds like a creature. Yeah, it's like, well, and it really makes the line of, like, in 
um, like that ghost Ben says to Luke on Dagobah, it's like, he's more machine than man now. Oh, um, word. Like, like, yeah, he, yeah, like, yeah. and also the fact that he turns around and says like, like goodbye, Darth. And like the first time he like calls him Darth, he recognizes that it's like, well, my, then my friend is truly dead. Yeah. You Pivotal know? moment. Yeah. I was like, and also like the, like, mid, like there's a Hayden Christensen does so like he got shit on so hard in the prequels for being just a terrible actor, but I don't think he is personally. Maybe it's a hot take. I don't know, but like he can say so much and convey so much emotion and subtext with his eyes and like micro smirks and like expressions and Mm -hmm. minimal facial movements. Um, especially in the Darth Vader series, like him playing that, like saying all those things with just like this blind rage and like brokenness in his eyes. And like, it's his eyes saying these things because the voice is going all over, but the eyes and like the smirk and like, little bits and you're only getting a sl- like a slimmer there's like an eye part of the flaring of the nose eyebrows cheek movement and like corner of your lips very not, like, not much to read not much to work it. with but um it's kind of like well tom going back to marvel like tom holland talking about acting in um as peter parker when you're spider-man and you have a mask and also, I think maybe it's Tobey Maguire. Maybe it wasn't Tom Holland, but talking about like acting in a in a mask, you don't have access to your facial expressions to really like make lines hit and like mm-hmm. emotions hit. Yeah. So you gotta like you'll notice like whenever they're in like Spider Man's in a suit, he's like always making big wide hand gestures like really fast and stuff <laughs> like that. And when he's not in the suit, it's not so bad. But that's part of the reason why you know you're conveying all of your emotions with your arms and your movements and like. <laughs> which it also kind of goes back more. to like the comic books with like you know yeah yeah gestured movements for like talking about stuff have you read a lot of Marvel? no okay i didn't think i've so. read all the darth vader comics though the stuff really? is awesome yeah i don't know how much of darth vader comics that there are are well okay i've only read like the most recent well Maybe it was 2019, 2020. There's a lot. I guess that it was post Disney purchase for sure. Mm-hmm. But it's, it talks about like him building that castle on Mustaf- like Mustafar. And there was like a Sith, like, and like making his Sith lightsaber. Like he had to go, like Palpatine sent him out to hunt uh, a Jedi and steal his lightsaber without a lightsabers kill that Jedi and steal their lightsaber and like make the Kyber crystal in it, like force all your energy and rage into it and make it bleed. And that's why the blades red. It's like dark. Whoa. That's gnarly. But he had to like go kill a, a Jedi and get their lightsaber for his own. You yeah, know. yeah, that's gnarly. Yeah, it's it's fun. You know, the comics were fun. TV show formats are fun. I have really old comics that have Darth Vader in them. It's like, oh um, yeah, it's a Return of the No, the one before Empire Strikes Back. They had nice. a series like part of the it was like an official 
movie merchandise of Empire Strikes Back. And it looks really nice, but I can't say I read the whole thing. Did you know when you invited me to be on this podcast that we would just talk about sci-fi mostly? No. <laughs> was the sci-fi channel on in your home a lot? No. Yeah. My, my, it was on a lot. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I never liked any of those, like any of the weird, corny, like I mean, most are monster pretty, movie. Most sci-fi. are pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I've never done Star Trek. That's a big thing. I haven't either. Interesting. So I we're watched just Star Wars kids. Star Wars for yep. sure, and then I got really into Star Trek. Not Star Trek. That's wrong. <laughs> edit that out, right? Um, we'll fix it in post. No, I got really into Stargate. Oh, Stargate. Stargate. So I watched There's the, a couple of them. There's quite a few. So, and I can tell you cuz I've seen all of them. Uh, at least twice. Is um, there a game? There's no game. Well, I don't know about games. I'm talking just movies and shows, but it started in 19, I think 1994. Uh Kurt Russell. Hell yeah. Um, That's fucking guy right there. And yeah, it's just like a standalone movie. It was never meant to be more than that, I don't think. Um, like archaeologist and, and, you know, ancient guys of Egypt in the 20s with all the like colonialism safari shit finds this ring thing and like they need this kooky, quirky scientist, Daniel, to uh, to come translate the runes and you know aliens built the pyramids man and like all that kind of stuff is what he comes off as but of course he's right yeah and they go to this other planet and it's basically like ancient egypt but just like a desert planet the part that they go to and it's not much bigger than that the scope of it but then like the whole planet's a spaceship and ra the sun god of egypt is there He's just chilling. And he's like the god of that world and has like alien god powers, you know, kind of like Thor or like some like, you know, Asgard god or whatever. But, um, I mean, it seems pretty sick, right? So far. It's a, it's a tight movie. It's very like, you know, of its time. Um, but then they made that into a TV show called Stargate SG one, which was like a specific unit of like in this Cheyenne mountain military base that just goes totally Star Trek style where they just like go to these other planets through this ring, like the, the Stargate ring. Yeah. And just check it out. You know, is it really like every episode is a different planet? Same Pretty as- much. Okay. Yeah. And like, uh, but it's like funny cause it's like, it's all so familiar. Yeah. It's yeah. like Star Trek. You yeah. Know? It's like, Oh, it's like a, it's a woodsy planet or a deserty planet. Yeah. Or like, you know, like they're all elemental based, which star Wars does too, for sure. Yeah. Like every planet's kind of like elemental focused. And like, that's all you really see of that planet. It's like, Oh, it's a city planet or it's a desert planet or an ocean planet or a sky planet. Or Love a that wind. they pulled back on that for this. They didn't focus on the planets, you know, they did though. Did they? And Kenobi. Yeah, they did. Not just not just in that way, but they actually like if you rewatch it or like yeah. watch it and think about every episode because there's six episodes. In episode one, they go to a desert planet. It's a desert planet, and you find a prodigy child, Leia. <laughs> in episode one, Phantom Menace, it was 
they find There's like Qui Gon, they crash land on this planet, and they find Anakin, the prodigy child. Episode two, they go to the, they takes Leia, they go to that big city. Episode two, that's in Coruscant, and they like are fighting like Blade Runner style planet, fighting like a mercenary and you know on the run kind of a thing. They follow the same tropes in like episode three, Fire Planet, and uh, someone gets badly burned in a battle. Anakin gets burned in episode three. He burns Obi-Wan in episode three. Oh my God. was toying with him, not trying. He could have killed him easily in episode three. Yeah. He won. He was like a, like the predator playing with its food. He wanted Obi-Wan to hurt like he hurt. He wanted Obi-Wan to suffer like he had made him suffer. It wasn't just like, I need to kill Obi-Wan. It was, I need to make Obi-Wan break like he broke me. Yeah. Um, at least at least in Anakin's, you know, mind. It didn't work, but yeah. I yeah. think it worked brilliantly. You think so? I think so. <laughs> like, Obi-Wan was scared. And, yeah. And, like, clearly was going to lose. He only survived because, like, that other person, like, saved him. The path. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and then episode four, they are being chased from a ship overhead. Oh, and yeah. Like, it's like same this, the, it's the same one. tropes. Like, like there's like the same. That's so fucking funny. I didn't episode even think five, about it like Episode five, the villain has like a major win. Um, Does that happen in the five of this season? Yeah. Did what? Are, did what's her name? Did the third sister die in six or five? I don't think she she didn't die. Was she out of the out of the game in five or six? In five, yeah. Because in episode six, she goes and hunts Luke, and then decides not to kill him. Right. So she doesn't become. Anakin in that way that completes her cycle like her story did they blow up a planet a planet in episode five of Obi-Wan episode five is the one where Vader is like they also narrowly escapes right like it's a narrow escape. so like in episode like the big thing in episode five is like like the Empire is one yeah but like a slight misdirect allows the freighter to escape at the last minute and the rebels get away oh yeah 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 and like like Vader is like there like like at Hoth like reaching out like like and the Millennium Falcon gets away yeah but their hyperdrives fail. He's like, "You ready for this?" And like it was like, like that's like the the sound of the uh, like I think two stroke plane engine, the specific uh, there's like a particular World War II model plane that they recorded for that noise and they use it in every Star Wars thing. It's awesome. <laughs> Same with the Wilhelm scream. Yeah, it was developed for that. So consistently, um, yeah, the, the sound design on is fun, but yeah, every single episode follows a, like a beat from the original series. That's really which sick. is cool. That's good. That's and that's like good subtle storytelling there. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I think we hit the nail on that with this one. <laughs> Thanks for listening. You know, hopefully we'll have Kyle back on. We'll get the bong right next time. <laughs> Maybe. We did, wait, we did, though, remember? We chalked it up to a victory. And, um, yeah, you know. 
Happy cooking. Microwave. Out. Hey, uh, there is no time like the present to tell you that we're still here at the mic, 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 microwave. I didn't do that for that whole episode, but I really, I appreciate everybody tuning in for this one. It's a special one, if you didn't uh, pick up on it. First time having a coworker on, somebody that's worked in the food biz with me, with moi, Exciting shit, great chats. I love it. I learned so much about you, Kyle. And, um, you know, we'll have to nerd out again real soon. I love a good nerdy guest because they like to talk about the things that they haven't been given the space to talk about on this platform, on any platform. Run that shit out. We want to know. But... I said that this in the middle of the episode that we had it backlogged, but we're doing it fresh. Um, we have some Hot Pockets here. Well, actually, the last of a two-pack of the pepperoni pizza. <clears throat> I'm fill- um, My sinuses are filling with pork, chicken, and beef right now with reduced-fat mozzarella cheese and a seasoned garlicky but- but- garlic buttery crust. Whoa! Um... Best part about the Hot Pocket is it's quick, it's efficient, branding is good, looks great, tastes decent. It's not, there's, I don't remember if I did the Hot Pocket to some capacity in season one, but I'm pretty sure I did, maybe, I might have scrapped it. It's just like, it's too easy. It's too easy to do a review on a Hot Pocket because they're notably the premium microwave product in the freezer and and it's available in any almost every freezer section maybe not official hot pockets all the time but there's always a pocket thing that's mocked after the hot pocket also just a hot pocket like how could you it's genius it's everything you want it's a tiny calzone but we'll review it anyway right I know I'm going to eat this whole thing. We're going to rate it dank, dank, dank on the mic, mic, microwave because it's fire. All the flavors are also good as well. Yeah, that's right. You're still listening because you want to hear me dork out about some fucking Hot Pockets. You fools. You're a fool to not get a Hot Pocket. They got vegetarian ones. I don't know if they have vegan ones, but they probably have... Tapped into that market a little bit. Come on. Is, is Are they vegan? I don't know. Anyway. Ding. Gooey easy hot. It's all over the sleeve. Oh, yeah. I also love that sleeve. They're this sleeve. You know what I'm talking about? The mad... Wait. I think there's a name for it. Um, let's see. I'm going to turn this upside down. Hopefully not dump all the crispy precious taste out it's just called the magic crisper whatever this device that you stick the frozen hot pocket into is important for the sandwich the magic crisper the instructions are load it fold it hold it it's amazing i never tear away are you are you a terror or are you 
or do you just push the hot pocket through? Because by the time I get to the middle of it, it's cooled off. It's cooled off enough so that um, it doesn't. You know, it's easy to do. And then I just like pinch it. I'm a I'm a pincher, not a not a terror. <laughs> That's T E A R E R terror. Don't get don't get it mixed up. But um yeah. So we rated it a dank. Hot pockets rule. You listen to this episode of uh Coworker Connection. And uh let's get you on the next one, you know. Let's um let's see what you gotta say. Have a good night, day. Don't forget to listen to Requiem for a Tuesday. Check out the merch that uh Adam's got going on over there. Check out the music, multiplex. Uh, Wolf X and Chef Juice. Um, what else do we got? We got a lot of bangers going on. A lot of fun stuff. Punchjustice.com, punchjustice.com, punchjustice.com. Thank you, and let's talk soon. Goodbye. <laughs>